Hey, and welcome to a whole new season of 22 Minutes of Transformation. Myself, Sean Patrick, and my co-host, Karen Mills-Alston, will take you through another 22 questions that will transform the way you think about spirituality, creativity, and everything in between. We welcome you to this whole new adventure. Hey, Karen, happy Monday. Happy Monday. How's it going? Well, you know, here in the United States, we are getting ready to celebrate Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. And um, it reminds me to be in the realm of the infinite possibilities of gratitude. My first principle, begin each day in a spirit of gratitude and practice that. And the extended practice is doing it 24-7. So that's what I'm grateful right now, the awareness that we get to be grateful for all things. Yeah. You know, we don't have Thanksgiving in the UK and I know, <laughs> and I know that it's based on more than, I know there's a whole history <laughs> that there's yes, a reason, but I do feel that, you know, as most things seem to catch on from the States for the rest of the world. I mean, we still do Black Friday. I do think that countries should set I think every country should have a Thanksgiving, obviously not based in the same historic reason, but imagine there was a national holiday for gratitude like that. That I think would be incredible. I don't know when, when it will happen, but uh, I just, I was thinking about this the other day where, cause I know, I know Canada do Thanksgiving and I thought every country should have a self-imposed Thanksgiving, they can put it any time in the year they want, and it is a day of gratitude, and it's good for the economy, but we'll <laughs> we'll see if it ever crosses and, over. And it can be good for our souls. Yes. Even if we, can you imagine a time where on a designated time and day throughout the United, throughout the world, globally, and this has been done through different methods, meditation, prayer, and everything. But can you imagine if we all stopped and simply gave thanks? Mm -hmm. That just would make such a big, um, uh, I don't even know the words. And we can do it. So this practice of giving gratitude, um, of being grateful, in that particular moment when we decide to think about, become aware of what we are grateful for. And it can be just the idea to be grateful. We can begin there. Can you imagine the energy that is expressed, that can be expressed all over the world? Yeah, absolutely. And I, from the TV shows I watched from a kid about Thanksgiving, um, whether you have a spiritual practice or not, you you take time to practice gratitude on, on Thanksgiving day. So it doesn't even, yes. you know, it crosses that barrier of new age or to, um, or mainstream. I don't know what the words are, but I do think that anyone who's anyone in the United States will say something or have a thought about something they are thankful for. And yeah, that, that is a, metaphysical powerful thing to do so i look forward to yes, if for yes. any reason anyone with any power in the uk is listening to this i am really advocating for a uk thanksgiving um let's get into this week's question and it's a it's a long one the question is what are we really talking about when we talk about forgiveness <sighs> what what comes up for you just as soon as I ask that. 
unconditional mm. love. You know, uh, that's what yeah. comes um, this question came about because forgiveness is a topic I have steered clear on discussing for a while. Definitely, definitely all of this year, if not a little, um, if not a little before, because forgiveness is one of the spiritual principles that um, has come under scrutiny, um, especially when we talk about um the di- that how that word means different things to different people and that really is a a whole other podcast episode but because of that i really checked my white privilege and i thought hmm until i that word seems a bit too loaded for me to fully be using right now and today marks the day where i do feel <laughs> ready to start talking about forgiveness again because as i said completely understanding it means and carries different weights for different people I still believe that we get to take the sting out of something in our life. We get to apply more love into our life. And I absolutely know, I'm aware, have reflected on that some people have more sting to take out of their life than others. Some people hear the word forgiveness and it's a much bigger feat than it is for some people. And choosing to take the sting out of something painful is only mostly positive, if not completely, but I'll say mostly today. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And it's our individual work. Yes. So forgiveness sets us free as Reverend Joanne Coleman used those words recently. She says that forgiveness um, frees everybody. Yeah. Um, and, but most importantly, we can only do this forgiveness work within ourselves mm-hmm. and, uh, it's, and it's powerful and it's hard and it's, and it can be, we can do things on the surface or we can do things deep, go into the mm-hmm. deep, dark crevices of things that we need to forgive. As a matter of fact, this morning in my prayers, I found myself forgiving someone because I realized that there was a course that was set out a year ago, last November, until just a few days ago. There was all there is muck and mire happening, and it finally concluded. Mm-hmm. It, and I found myself forgiving myself, forgiving this yeah. person. And then, and my practice is, is that eventually I get to love that person. And I love that person, as you were saying, until that sting is gone. Yeah. Because remember, forgiveness, as Paul Farini says, is an ongoing process. Yeah. It's an ongoing process. And it's ongoing until we can... We think about the person, place, or thing, and we, when we forget what has happened, that sting is gone, then we can love it. Yeah, absolutely. And that is, through looking at it that way, that is where I truly understand when people say forgiveness has nothing to do with them. And I've always I've understood that on a 
I've understood that on one level. And then the bigger part of me is being like, what are you talking about? Forgiveness has everything to do with that other person. But like, like everything you just said, and like what I'm talking about when I say take the sting out of it, um, they don't even need to know that you've forgiven them. It's, it's irrelevant That's to the right. whole situation, you know? So That's that right. takes away any thought you have about letting them off the hook or condoning that behavior. They don't need to know anything about what your internal process is but you can yes. think about them place situation or thing and it doesn't feel like a blow to the system and then once yes, it doesn't yes. feel like a blow to the system you can actually if you <laughs> if you're like 101 maybe you not 101 advanced studies you could even think about that person and have feel um unconditional love compassion yes um, and yes yeah, and and that is incredible and that is <laughs> that is lovely and also i think um take the first step of you, you doesn't need to hurt so much anymore every time you recall that thing and i love the, these words unconditional loving that you that you just mm -hmm. said i there is a wonderful quote i i heard it for the first time a year and a half ago, and it's from Reverend Deborah Johnson, who I just happened to see yesterday. This is what she says. Unconditional love is living in perpetual forgiveness. That's beautiful. Yeah. Because as a human, so I, so we are here as humans, and a lot of us believe we're spiritual beings having a human experience, or if not, we're humans, okay? Either way. The act of being a human requires living in a world and a life which you cannot get through without having to go through something that requires this thing called forgiveness. Like, nobody can turn anywhere without having gone through something, I maybe by the age of three, think, well, maybe you don't remember that, but in your early childhood, that there is something that you would have rather not happened and yes but how but how long and the answer might be 10 years i'm not saying you have to forgive now because it might be someone's perfect journey that they're going to forgive this thing in 10 20 years but how long is that going to hurt you for when you think about it and it has nothing to do with the other person as far as they're concerned You've, you've not forgiven them for all, for all you need to worry about. But in your own life, this is something I learned. I only have so much time, energy, and money. Like they, they are resources <laughs> in my life that do not feel um, infinite, okay? So if I, am, if I am feeling the energy, the blow, the sadness, the, the drop to my energy through how upset I am about that situation that's just eating into my what I could put towards something else yes and, and we know that there are some horrific mm -hmm. tragic yes. things that happen to individuals um, and so they these are individuals that have got to sit with if they make a choice to um to work through the fear and to eventually love again, they have to sit down with 
a trained counselor, a a spiritual practitioner, a therapist, whatever it is that you call that person. So I, I want us to, as I'm reminded, I want us to remind our listeners that there are things that happen that are tragic and that they, and I believe that the person who is willing to do the work necessary to free themselves from the hurt and the pain and the tragedy yeah. of it is an incredible soul. And everybody can't do it. Yeah. Everyone is not willing to do that deep, dark yeah. work. And and that is so true. Like anyone, if anyone is listening and your thought is, but they don't know my situation. Sean and Karen don't know. You are right. We do not know. I do not know what it's like to have gone through that thing you have gone through as you in the world. And forgiveness will make it feel a little better. I do not know yes. the extent of that particular situation as you in this world. I don't know. And forgiveness is a universal medicine. I do, I do, I do really believe that. I want to just recite, because I have mm-hmm. them right in front of me, the, uh, from Paul Farini, the 12 steps of forgiveness. He has these things that he calls axioms, four axioms um, that assist others in moving through this forgiveness process. The first thing is um, Mm self-forgiveness. I forgive me. I let go of any self-judgment. Then the second one is that forgiveness is an ongoing process. So it may take a lot of time to forgive certain things. Um, and we get to practice it. And the third axiom is forgiveness is unconditional and agendaless. So we give, we forgive without expecting the other person to forgive too, or with we forgive not having any attachment to the outcome. And then the fourth axiom is any gesture of forgiveness is enough. Mm. We can only do what we can do in the moment, but we get to allow ourselves to know that it's a beginning. Yeah. So those four things are really important and there's no order necessarily. I mean, self-forgiveness is, is great to begin there. Um, but we get to find a portal to free ourselves I really love number three. That is the, that is my growing edge with forgiveness, unconditional and agendaless. You know, since we started this conversation, I've had these memories of when I was in college and someone who I loved very much um, had cheated on me. And I was very new to this work at the time. Like we're talking all within 12 months of the secret coming out. So I was like, oh, but I know all about forgiveness. I know how important forgiveness is, completely intellectual. So I was acting forgiveness, like, it's okay, I forgive you, I'm bigger. Like, it was very, (laughs) it was very the way a, a spiritual newcomer acts around topics. But I wanted, um, a response of, 
oh wow, isn't Sean just so big and enlightened? Look how forgiving he is. He is just something else. (laughs) And I never got that. And I hadn't truly genuinely forgave. I was, I was acting how a forgived, how someone who is forgiving looks. It was a mess. But I do, I do think back to what the main thing I wanted from that was like some kind of parade of, wow, look how, look how enlightened Sean is that he forgives that. But one, didn't, didn't need a parade. And two, um, it wasn't genuine. I didn't, I hadn't forgiven, you know? So I do love that. And that's when you really know, I believe, see for me, number three, that's the part where I think you really know you're there. Well, yes, and it's it's really where we're doing our inner work. Mm-hmm. And and I think what I'm hearing you say is that we get to turn within without relying on anybody else to say, "Oh, I recognize you. Oh, I you have forgive I see that you've forgiven me. So I'm going to forgive you." Yeah. We we don't have any expectations. Absolutely. We all of our work is within and our relationship with the presence. So we can do this work and we can feel what this means to us. We're back into the the realm of loving unconditionally. That's our reward. As human beings, we want to, you know, we want to get some kind of accolade because we've done this work. We get to do the work. We get the accolade is that we're loving ourselves. And as and we're loving the person that we are forgiving. That's the without any exchange of words with that person at all. Yeah. That's the gift that we get from Yeah. That. Like for me the big reward is my life hurts less, you know? And that and I yeah. yeah. And I also it's just so interesting because the whole idea of forgiveness in most people's thoughts, definitely in mine, um, it's to do with a reconciliation and i'm gonna let that go right now like we, yeah. we, we we see it all the time film movies tv it's that idea of the public declaration of i forgive you as if that is how it's done and like i said i actually love this idea of um <laughs> i'm gonna forgive you in secret <laughs> that that feels good for me right yes. now yeah Yes, isn't that wonderful? Mm-hmm. It it really is. And that's where our work is done. It's done from within. It's done we do this for ourselves. We're not doing it for anybody else. We're doing I'll say it for the fourth or fifth time. We're doing this for liberation, yeah. for freedom, yeah. so that we can move forward in our lives. Most of the time, unforgiveness keeps us stuck and blocked. And as human beings, we internalize this stuff. And we end up turning on ourselves mm-hmm. and it eats away, creating all kinds of diseases. We, we get to choose to forgive so that we can move forward in our lives. And remember, as we lift ourselves up, everyone around us is lifted up. So it, all, it begins with a choice. Yeah. Well, it begins with an awareness, yeah. an awareness of something to forgive. And then with insight and practice and having a willingness, through forgiveness, we get to birth a new way of living. Yeah. And even thinking just about it completely isolated, like you may 
be unforgiving, and you may go on to live a prosperous, healthy life. I believe that can happen too. But I do believe your life will hurt. You know, you'll have you'll have a healthy yes. body, you'll have prosperous finances and surroundings, but the the mere unforgiveness is the is the poison in, in itself and um yeah that sting yeah. would will still be yep. there and what happens with unforgiveness is that we begin to avoid um i mean um what's the word we begin to <clears throat> go a different way we begin to like we don't want to go down a certain street i've known a couple of people oh, yeah. like that somebody has lived on a certain street there, they are in the realm of unforgiveness. And they're saying, I'm not going to drive down that street anymore. That's a powerful way to, uh, um, to allow unforgiveness to affect your life. So, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, I'm not going to drive down that street anymore. So we end up avoiding certain things, yeah. which stops our lives. Yeah. It's like having a boulder in our path. Um, you know, there was, um, as, as so many of us do, I love to see some of the quotes that go around Instagram and I share so few of them, but this is one I shared recently and it speaks to what you've said. And I remember it exactly because I thought it was really profound. It says, laugh in the places you've cried, change the narrative. And I just thought that was just really beautiful to think about going somewhere which has upset you and going there and having a positive experience. I just I just thought that was so poetic and and beautiful so yes and sometimes as we are are moving through our emotions through this this unforgiveness or through this forgiveness process we we get to cry Mm -hmm. we get we get to cry so that we can laugh it's it's the work that we have come here to do if we choose to do the work otherwise we remain stuck. We remain stuck and we cannot love. We cannot love. And we're not doing it to anybody uh, outside of ourselves. We're doing it to ourselves. Yeah. I mean, I still feel like even without forgiveness, how do I put it? I feel like unforgiveness doesn't automatically equal stuck. I think some people who have got lots of unforgiveness still go on to live, um, lives that um from the outside could be desirable i think when i think about it yes it's like um but stuck uh, yeah so stuck yeah so it's probably what you meant stuck internally um yeah stuck that is what i meant Um, yeah yeah like stuck internally of um yeah you know being able being able to have relationships with people like that in itself yeah. Yes, but can you imagine, um, and, and we know that this happens because the holidays are coming mm-hmm. up, people will avoid Christmas and Thanksgiving, the new year. They'll avoid family gatherings because somebody said something at, um, at them the, at the last gathering. You know, there's yeah. stuff that comes yeah. up. So that's when we've talked about witness consciousness before. Sometimes um, as we are moving as we are coming together with family, we if there's some unforgiveness there, we can say, oh, I'm not going to go. Yeah. I don't need to be with my family at Thanksgiving. 
And there can be a willingness to say, okay, I'm going to go there and I'm going to practice conscious witnesses. I'm going to listen. I'm going to see what is, what is there. I'm going to see if I'm coming there as a loving presence. I'm going to see if I get triggered by something. And if there is, I don't have to react to anything. I can just make a, um, a, allow that unforgiveness to be in my awareness. I can bracket it and then come back Mm -hmm. to it because it, all it is is continuous information about an opportunity to expand. That's what, that's what unforgiveness, that's what this forgiveness process allows us to do. Well, I'm so glad we've had this conversation and I'm so glad we haven't closed the curtains on season two without touching on forgiveness because it's so important and they're always our most popular episodes. Um, So I'm glad, so I'm glad we're here having the conversation just before the end of the season. Next week is um, the season finale. We've got a really special, exciting episode planned for it. So I really look forward to being with you then. Um, Incredible. Thank you so much, Karen. Incredible. Thank you, Sean.